Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. Today, um, well, first of all, I am Kyle Bird, your host, I'm and I have uh, my co-host. Matt Parmley. Yep. And uh, we have a very special guest all the way from Thailand uh, to talk about his new film, The Lake. We have Lee Tongkam. Thank oh, you for joining us. My pleasure. Did I do okay with your last name? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay, good, good. Um, well, uh, congratulations on uh, on the movie. Um, I believe it came out uh, over there um, last year and uh, just released on VOD here. Um, cool. So people can rent it on uh, Amazon, Vudu, uh, most of the major streaming services, and then uh, there will be a Blu-ray release uh, in May. Um, so yeah, congratulations on, uh, on not only making the movie, but also, uh, getting it released overseas here to us in America. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a high honor over here. So I thank you so much for you guys' support. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, let's, uh, learn a little bit about you. Um, what, uh, what made you want to, you know, make films for a living? Well, I was born in uh, Thailand, but I was raised in uh, America. You know, my my dad took me to see Jurassic Park Part Two mm. for the first time. You know, those country boy from 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 Asia go to America, witness the first experiences. You know, Jurassic Park. So that wow, amaze you and want you to learn more of how you make these things, how it happened, who made it. So I just do my research for the past you know years and years and years of how 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 that that's always want me to become a filmmaker, you know, is how do they do that? I want to do the exact same thing, you know? <laughs> so just really passionate about those kind of uh, questions when they when, when become a filmmaker. Yeah, I know you made some short films uh, based on Marvel Comics characters. Yeah. What made you decide to make those? No, I'm a big fan of those genres because I was raised over there, you know? I was uh, into comic books, superheroes, and Everything, uh, Japanese anime, you know. So I would always dig in those uh, groups of people. And uh, I like Marvel more than most movies that I watch sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and do you, uh, do you stay on top of the Marvel movies that come out and all that stuff? I always keep up to date everything that's coming out. <laughs> it's I getting love, harder, right? I love getting knowledge, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Well, so those are like, uh, you know, uh, you know, your short films that are, you know, I guess what we'd call fan films. But um, how did you get, you know, your first professional directing jobs? You know, um, your 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 first movies where, you know, you're actually getting uh, getting paid to make a movie and you're actually getting investors and things like that involved. Yeah, I, I went to school in Florida. So I after school, I just been, you know, struggling as a filmmaker, doing music videos, you know, fan fiction, film. That time, YouTube started becoming really big. So, mm-hmm. you know, and trying to get that views and likes. So, you know, and then uh, for 10 years, I was doing that and it's not working. So it's like, okay, let's try Thailand out. I mean, I was born there. Let's give it a shot. And then I just pack all my bag and just go to Thailand and just pitch my first project is the lake <laughs> and then you know yeah okay let's do it i'm like oh okay that's pretty easy <laughs> okay well, and uh i mean obviously you mentioned jurassic park i mean i think most people around our age group that was a movie that really left an impression are um were, were you always a fan of just monster movies in general are there uh besides jurassic park are there any favorite um movies or monsters or you know film series that uh you know, I guess, uh, were an influence on you? Yeah, like I said, I, <clears throat> I'm into those um, anime and stuff, you know. Like, uh, especially storytelling, you know. The American movie have a different type of storytelling. And then I start to want to know more about, hey, what other storytelling out there? What other genre that's out there? So I dig up through Jap- Japanese anime and, you know, they got all the, so it's kaiju and, you know, Sentai, those everything that's like, wow, so much more going on around the world. I want to know more. And there's Korea, there's Europe. And it's just love exploring more knowledge. No. So let's talk about the lake. Um, how did the idea for the movie come to you? Yeah. Um, I did a, uh, I mean, I started off like a couple of years ago, like 10 years ago, actually. I, trying to figure out how do I make a movie within a, like a low budget scale, like a, an indie, you know, monster movie. Mm-hmm. So, so I saw the behind the scene of uh, Jurassic Park and okay, they put a guy in the suit and built the animatronic. I was like, okay, I did a pitch deck, which is what you call it. It's like, like a presentation, you know, like how, like how, would, how much would it cost? What kind of movie you're making? And, and, and all the steps, how the process of the filmmaking aspect so I did all those pitch deck up. I tell them how are we going to build a monster and where are we going to do it, and they, the, the investors here are fascinated by it because it's still new over here. Like this is like five years ago, so it's like you know before COVID, everybody's still out for new fresh idea, especially Thai content. And then uh, yeah, um, I just pitch around the, the project, see who's interested, and uh, one particular person who was supportive for my producer. No, and then we just go straight from there five years later. And then, you know, it's not an easy task, but uh, keep pushing it. And here we are. Yeah, I'm curious. I know we talked about um, Jurassic Park and you mentioned things like Sentai. Uh, Sentai. Um, were there any films in particular that directly inspired the story for the lake? Yeah, when, when you first decide to do like a monster movie, you especially research every monster movie out there, you know, like what's going on, like the hosts in Korea, like that got, that, that got that moving tone of uh, that Korean uh, host movie, you know, Jurassic Park, of course, and, you know, those in, in the world type 
movie, you know. <laughs> so it's everything, you know. Just a lot of I just love all the movies out there. Yeah, the the host is that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, yeah, it's a great. Um, movie. There's another director. I'm um, uh, I'm not sure if I'm gonna pronounce his name right. Ah King Zhu, uh, credited um, for the lake. Uh, mm-hmm. How did you two, you know, work together or split um, uh, split duties in directing the film? Well, she's uh, she's a investor um, from China. Okay. So 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 um, halfway through the movie of uh, the production. We, we know that we have something great. We shot, you know, the first 20 days and put together, put the movie together. And, and, um, and it was starting out as a low-budget movie, but as we shoot the movie, and it's like, oh, my God, we got something great. We should find more, f- you know, partnership. So we, we got this girl come from China and then believe in the project and want to support the movie to be bigger. So without her, then the movie would not be expand more than thailand you know so mm. she helped she helped us with a budget to expand the movie more than just uh mm. thailand. as you can see the movie and i have chinese actors and stuff mm-hmm. yeah we have yeah, chinese yeah. and then we decided to make a two version movie where there's a chinese version which is longer and and she shot all of it in china okay we wish you guys don't have it right you, you guys don't have chinese scenes right um I did not notice any here. No. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think there's two versions. So there's one where, where there's a lot of scene shot in China, where where those two it's like a point of view of those two characters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, wow. That it would be neat to eventually see that version here too. I'm yeah. I'm always interested in yeah. seeing you know um, different versions, different cuts of of different films. But that uh, is something I was wondering about. Um, you know, in a uh, the version that uh, we saw, which I, you know, your version, I, um, you know, those characters are present, but you know, they, they kind of, um, yeah, they kind of get sidelined eventually as, uh, you know, our, our lead protagonist kind of, um, kind of take, take the center uh, of the story. But um, okay. That's, that's, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. That's, um, that's something I know uh, other, other films do sometimes especially uh you know foreign films but um yeah something here in america that they don't do too much but um but I yeah that's that's interesting it's just, you know it's business, it's business right yeah yeah we'll do that later yeah well did, did did the two of you um uh keep like a steady communication flow as those two versions were being assembled or was it just kind of like you know um each side kind of um, put together their own edits independently. I would say, I mean, uh, all the above. Okay, little yeah. bit of col- little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, yeah. Okay, well, wow, that's that's pretty fascinating. Um, okay, so uh, I want to talk about the the creature design. Um, you know, you have uh, the creature designer George Shell. Um, you know, whose work can be seen going back you know, decades of monster movies and, uh, things like Cloverfield and, and the mist, um, you know, you had, you had his assistance in, in designing the creatures. How, how did you get him, um, involved in this project? Yeah, I would actually, you know, back then I was like really like a nobody. So I don't know if I could actually get him on board, but you know, you know, you know, I just emailed him one day, Hey, I'm really passionate about this project. I have this great design, this great concept ideas. 
uh, we did a press release over here, and then I showed mom my press release, and then he said, "Yeah, I'm really interested." I was in Thailand. I'm like, okay, let me fly to you. So I just flew to California and meet him personally. And he said, okay. He loved the concept, the idea. And then he just designed it. You know, he uh, asked me a lot of questions about the, the story, the background, what's your plan with this creature. You know, there's a lot of, let me like a sequel or something like that, plans, what way you want to go with it. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, it's pretty cool. And then, Take his concept idea he designed and sent to China to build the actual monster. Mm. <clears throat> Did you? Um, I know there's a very large creature prop. Did you happen to build any miniatures and filming the scenes with the, with the big creature? Yeah, yeah, we have. Uh, we we talking about like a like a small little miniature. No. Yeah, like you know uh, miniature buildings and stuff like that. No, no, no. We just um, move that bad boy, three-story big monster around. Everything, trucks, that's pretty crazy. Okay, so so did you for the big monster? Was that mostly just that big um, prop, or or did you have? Uh, I know obviously it's a man in a suit when it comes to the the smaller creature, but did you have a man in a suit for the the bigger mother monster Not, as well? So that was just that was just the big prop then. That's uh, that's that's how they do in the Jurassic Park. Actually. Yeah, yeah, right with the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's that's pretty cool. I'm um, surprised the least behind the scene of that. You know, this should mm-hmm. be like behind the scene of you actually built the thing in China. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I know in the film, uh, you know, we see we only see glimpses of the monster, and then it's kind of slowly revealed as the movie continues. Do you think it's important to reveal your your creature slowly? Uh, yes, um, the tension, the build up. I do believe so. You know. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I I mean, uh, you look at stuff like Alien, and you know the the monster, <laughs> or even even the original Godzilla. You know, you see you know a foot here, a tail here, and then you know as the movie progresses, you see more and more. I think that's the most uh, impactful way to show a monster. So um, it, it, it made me want more. You know, it's like, hey, <laughs> what's, what, yeah. what are we, you know, what are we watching here? But you know, yeah. you show the you show the big creatures of first five minutes. It's like, oh, okay. That's exactly. Like. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I always get kind of bummed when I watch a monster movie, and within the first ten minutes, you know, you see everything. Um, I like that little, you know, uh, building of the suspense, and I, I think you did that very well. Um, speaking of, I guess, how the monster is revealed, um, uh, and how we get glimpses of it. Part part of that is also because a lot of the movie is uh, takes place in the rain. Um, were there any challenges in in filming so much of this in the rain, especially when you have you know when you have animatronics, when you have people wearing monster suits, um, you know, f- quite famously, you know, and when they made Jurassic Park, you know, the the rain scenes were interfering with the animatronic a lot. Did did you have any challenges in filming scenes like that? All the above, yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why it takes five years. You know, I mean, we yeah. didn't have the we don't have the budget like you know, Jurassic Park, but we try our best when we have. You know? Yeah. Um, 
Did you, uh, I mean, what, what made you decide to, I guess, uh, make so much of the movie take place in the rain? I just feel like it looks uh, hush and mystery and dark and just looks so cool. I mean, yeah. I, mean I could tell you all the artistic stuff that I want, but it just looks so cool in the rain. I mean, it just, it, it, look, it looks real, I guess. The highest detail of uh, the animatronic, of course, that's the best uh, Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, what were, um, uh, so there, there's very minimal CG in here. Um, uh, what, uh, I guess made you want to just do, you know, we're going to do, you know, a big animatronic. We're going to use a guy in a suit, you know, uh, we go as, as practical as much as you could with the effects. What, what made you want to do that? As as a story, you know, as, if it's a story of that realism where it, it's a point of view of the people of in Thailand, the countryside, and and this is like the first monster movie that I want to see that you know it's grounded, it's really really grounded. You don't get a lot of drone shot here with the monster, but so I believe that the more real it is, the more real people believe. If the actors see the monster for real, they react the same way, um, how I want them to react. And especially, it helps with the CG too, to enhance the CGI, enhance the eyeball, the tail, and everything. And I mean, it looks, with some, some shot kind of off, I think, maybe not, I don't know. But uh, I think, I believe we pulled up where it looks kind of real in, in, in some shot, you know? And and it draw people in like oh my god this movie I mean say what you want about the story but you can't deny it. like oh the, the creature looks pretty real you know as rare that's rarely we have here in in Asia like, yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah I am curious was there any specific uh, inspiration for your creature designs Yeah we uh we, we were going for. Well, I was going for a big catfish, but <laughs> but, uh, but in Thailand we have this in the lake we have you know snakes, alligator, catfish, frog combined, you know. Mm. And uh, there's also a Thai legend over here where this where the country takes place, where the province takes place. It's, and in, in in the Thai title is called Bungan, not the lake. Bengali is the province to live in, and this province got this belief, this legend of a big giant snake creature, you know, like god type thing, and uh, that's what we believe in. So I was playing around with a mystical creature from Thailand and the, you know, the, the mutated creatures you know, from the lake. <clears throat> um, I know most of the film takes place in 2017. Um, is there a significance to that year, that time period, um, that made you want to tell the story? Then that's where we start the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said it took about five years. So yeah. Yeah, five years. Yep. <laughs> um. So, uh, you you just mentioned, you know, um, I guess some influence in some uh, of some local, you know, folklore myths, um, uh. With uh, you know, uh, you know, creatures in the lake and things like that. Uh, is, is there any particular um, uh, story or folklore story that um, the movie takes inspiration from? 
Yeah, I did a lot of study from that province. If you guys, I tried to. I, I was born in this province called Bunga, mm. which is the whole movie take place. Um, the mountain, the mountain, and the the lake, the cave where the the main character go to towards the end. No, that's supposed to be the actual start start of the big movie that I have planned. <laughs> okay, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. But, you know the the movie itself. We just like oh. Where is it going? What's the main point that I really want to go? It's that last 10 minute ending where the guys find out the whole truth about where the monster comes from. Okay. So um, uh, I guess how much similarity is there between, you know, the local um, mythic monsters uh, of that community and the ones we see in the movie? Well, um, I want to hear the, all the you know, people want more. I mean, like, it's not like, it's probably a snake, like a giant snake, but, uh, okay. Yeah, that's what they believe. The serpent, I would say a serpent. Okay. Serpent. Yeah. The giant serpent that we, we believe in. Okay. But there is a big giant cave snake in the, in that province that we didn't shoot. We, we were about to shoot it, but COVID happened. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Um, Speaking of some cultural significance, there is a scene in the film where there's a monk that actually comes face to face with the giant monster towards the end of the film. Yes. Um, and you know, speaking okay. as kind of a Westerner, it that kind of, that sequence might go over some people's heads. So, can you just kind of explain the significance of that scene? Uh, what was the tough, what, what was the subtitle again with a monk? Uh, so, like, it, I don't remember what the what the uh, he basically sees the monster and like they kind of have this moment where they stare at each other and then the he you know the the monk does not get attacked and then yeah. it moves on to the next scene. So I was just wondering if there was any uh, specific uh, significance to that scene to as to why you wanted to include it. Yeah, yeah, um, we were having a lot of controversy about that kind of scene in the editing room. Like some some producers want to take that out. You know, some I, I just try to leave that in. I'm like, hey, I want that in. I try to tell my own story too. That you know, the old folks, the legend and stuff. That the old people in the like 20 years ago that know about this creature before. You know, that it's not, it's, it's harmless. Mm. Uh, and the monk, the monk and the religion that doesn't, the monk doesn't attack those kind of uh, spiritual, you know, people. Okay. Yeah, I can see how someone might say, oh, you should take this out. You know, it might not be something Americans or people overseas might understand, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm glad it was left in because, you know, as a, a, a foreigner, you know, I, I like to, you know... I think want more. Like, what's going on with this? <laughs> yeah, I, I like learning about, you know, the, the viewpoints and, you know, you were talking about, you know, the religious significance of, you know, the, the monk, you know, and... and the the old myths and 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 that uh, I guess um, you know that stuff that dates so far back um, and you know that's not the kind of thing that you know we might understand but it's good to include so we can ask questions and learn and that's how we we learn about stuff. Um, speaking of that, are there any kind of um, uh, uh, you know with this taking place in your home? town and uh you know with 
certain, um, you know, uh, local religious and, uh, you know, folklore stuff being included. Are there any kind of, um, you know, political themes or anything that uh, you included that says anything about, you know, uh, current issues going on in Thailand or anywhere else in the world? Or did you um, try to include any social uh, messages or anything in the, into the movie? I try, but then, like, a couple of minutes into the, the ending, where the government trying to hide, you know, what's going on in the province, you know? Yeah, I was, are there, so was, was that, um, I mean, uh, is that inspired by anything that uh, kind of has happened in the last few years over there? Is that, ins- are there any kind of real in- instances of the government trying to cover, cover up any, any disasters or anything that that's referring to? The thing about the promise that is still a mystery, you know, and it's really quiet. Nothing really happened. So then they want to keep it that way. You know, it's like just nothing happened. It's just like a, it was like a really countryside of, you know, Thailand. Nobody shouldn't come here. You know, it's a tourist area. I mean, it's a lot, it's a lot of mountains, trees, you know, there's a lot of myths and legends within the province. So, so I think we try to try to keep it private, but the people who know about it is the people in the province. So, uh, so the so the local governments over there kind of try to keep things out of the news, <laughs> you know. To you yeah. know, we you know we don't want people knowing anything that goes on here. Um, yeah, that uh, there's the shot, like a CG shot of a small little monster running up the mountain. Remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That rock that he went up to is very, very famous here in, in Thailand. People would know that, oh, it's, it's like the Grand Canyon, basically. You know? I see, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so it's like, what's really going on in the Grand Canyon? Why this monster coming out of Grand Canyon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So I had that, you know. Like, um, so, uh, you know, we talked about um, the Chinese end of the, the production. Um, and uh, you know, they, they, uh, there was um, you know the the co-director involved, and in, in, you know the Chinese edit for the film. Uh, were there any like requests or requirements that were asked of you? Um, uh, anything I guess that um, you had to change as far as the story goes to uh, I guess kind of um, appease that side of the market? Yeah, um, basically, uh, I wasn't planning to do anything. Science relate related. Mm. Huh. So there's three storylines right now going to is uh, the father and daughter is more like a spiritual Buddha monk that kind of stuff, you know. And then the uh, the that's religion. Uh, the the sister and the brother is more like spiritual belief. That, you know, it's spiritual supernatural supernatural. Yeah, yeah. Supernatural religion and science. That's basically okay. So the they they wanted the more science. Uh, um, plot line in there. Yes. Okay. I, I, I was trying to avoid that because you know we have so much of that already. Like right. Right. Yeah. 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 And 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 also you know it it sounds like your um you know your your version of the story is more about you know the the more mythical um you know mythical and and religious kind of yeah. symbolism and stuff like that. And yeah, when I can see how uh you know having that having bringing science into that um it would would make it a little bit more difficult yeah but yeah 
let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, so we have uh, one more question, and then we're going to talk some more spoiler specifics about the actual film itself. But um, can you just walk us through how you got distribution for your movie in the United States? I'd love to hear more about that process. Yeah. Uh, it's not me actually is the, uh, my producer, uh, boy, uh, Watson. He's the guy who uh, sold the movie around the world. And uh, he go to like film festival, like Cannes and Hong mm-hmm. Kong and, and all those uh, big festivals. And, we draw a lot of attraction from different distribution. You know, luckily he partnered with uh, uh, Epic Picture, who who helped us distribute my last movie that I did, The Maid. Yeah, I did the movie, uh, the, the, this horror movie that got released in the states also called The Maid. Mm. It's a Thai, Thai horror movie, and then they just distribute this next one. Awesome. Okay, so it's. it's uh some people you had a, a good relationship with already. That's great. For, for a long time. Okay. Um, so uh, like Matt said, uh, we're going to get into a few kind of more spoiler, uh, spoilery questions. So, you know, anyone uh, that might be listening to this interview that hasn't seen the movie, um, you know, pause it, you know, go watch the lake, uh, <laughs> come back. Um, and uh, so, uh, my first uh, spoiler question. Um, so a lot of the movie, you know, uh, deals with, um, you know, uh, parents and what they, you know, do for our, for their children. Um, and, and we see that in both the human storyline and the monster. Um, and I think, you know, you did a really good job of, of kind of uh, contrasting that, um, you know, the monsters aren't that much different from us. You know, they will go through anything to get their kids back. Um, but uh, I wanted to ask, you know, um, our, our lead character, uh, James, um, you know, he has this kind of uh, troublesome relationship with his, his daughter, Pam, um, before um, and before they can really kind of uh, uh, reconcile, you know, they're still quarreling throughout the film. Um, she, she, uh, she unfortunately gets killed. What, what went into the decision to, um, I guess, uh, kill off the daughter, um, I, I guess, as early into the story as, as, uh, as you did? Yeah, um, really, my original story is, is actually about him. He's literally a story about James, how mm-hmm. his character became a redemption arc. You know, this is finding himself and finding his uh, peace in the peace, basically. And yeah, just take take out all the Chinese and the other storyline, the spiritual one. It's just a it's a movie. It's a simple, small movie about a father trying to connect with his daughter. And and when they did that, hap- when they connected, stuff happened. We would, without you know, it's like the monster came out, and all this stuff happened, and you know, then he just went crazy. He went. In the in the original script, he went more crazy than this, but uh, no, <laughs> try and keep it no, PG or something. <laughs> but okay. yeah, and then uh, and then after that, then his redemption arc began. Uh, okay. I was gonna, I, I was actually going to save that for part two. If we okay. have it, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, not the whole five years later, that kind of way. Oh, no. right, right, right. I, yeah, that makes sense. I was like, I was going to wait for part two, but. You don't know what's going to happen, so I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you, you know that's 
That's true. That's true. You're, you're, uh, being cautious, you know, <laughs> um, you know, we'd love to see a sequel, but you know, we always say, you know, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. Just out. <laughs> yeah. So, throw yeah. what you can yeah. in there. Yeah. Well, you kind of see he's fucked, you know, act one, two, three, you know, act mm-hmm. three is whole, his whole redemption. Yeah. So in the film, there's also a character, um, Kang, and there's a small creature that attacks him and they have, they share a link after the attack, he gets bit and they seem to share a life force. Um, can you just kind of explain the decision to have them share that life force and, and what the purpose was behind it? Oh man, that, that storyline, that's, that's been like going in and out for a while, like in the script. It's like, I, I plan like a whole, like a Doctor Strange thing, you know, where he touched a monster, he go into this trance of, Different, different background story, you know, flashback of how the monster's being born and all this stuff, uh, how they, yeah. how they arrive on Earth, that kind of. I'm like, holy shit! I got so much crazy stuff. Like, huh, what's our budget again? Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, uh, it's it's supposed to be a link, it's con- connection. Like, if, if he die, the monster die. If, what, if if he get hurt, the monster get hurt. It's a whole because the theme in the movie is about connection. You know, it's about a father and daughter connection, a brother, a sister, a family, and a monster and her baby. Everybody's connected uh, mm-hmm. through a story or through supernaturally, religiously, or scientifically. You know, so so this whole connection between him and small monster is also a connection trying to get to each other. As you can know, everybody's trying to get to one another. The brother trying to get into sister, the relationship, and they try to find their little sister. That's what they try to connect. The, the father is trying to connect with his daughter. The big monster is trying to connect with her baby, trying to find the baby. Everybody's trying to get to something. That's the whole theme I'm trying to portray. Hopefully that works out. But, yeah, go ahead, Bird. Oh, I was just going to say, um, do, you, do you feel like that subplot with uh, the connection, do you feel like that um, is, is part of you know the, the more, uh, I guess, spiritual um, side of the film that you were talking about? Yeah, yeah, I was going with that supernatural stuff. You know? Yeah, the going. whole it's everyone is connected, kind of yep. whether they know it or not. Like, and I was when I came up with the story, I was like, "What do monster movie? What type of have we have? Science is out the window." I'm like, "Okay, we have so much of that." Mm-hmm. So the link connection, you know, like, hmm, that's interesting. Want to build on connection with the egg? Like how the, the how the little girl touched the egg? Like she's connected to the egg, that kind of way. It's called the lake. Like the lake is floating around. Like everybody's all connected. You touch the lake, and the monster feels you. That kind of way. Mm. Now, I, I didn't go too much deep with it. I was saving for later. Sure, so, sure. I'm, Interesting. I'm so I know you mentioned some of this already, but uh, the movie ends with our hero finding the the cave paintings and coming face to face with one of the creatures. Can you just talk about the purpose and the significance of that ending, and and why you decided to end the film that way? Yeah, uh, basically, five cut to five years later, when he talked to the monk right in the temple, that's mm-hmm. actually that's actually after he went to the to the cave mm-hmm. So, if you see his color of his uh, scarf, every scene is different color. It's just telling the story within that five years throughout his you know, color scarf. I guess <laughs> red is when he's at the cave, and red and then different color when he's talking to the monk. He's explaining him where have you been, and then what he discovered. 
Yeah, he's discovered everything. Basically, that's what you said, right? Everything. And then, um, yeah, the cave painting is basically is the whole background we want to build for this world. Where oh my god, there's so much more to this story than what we want to, you know, know. You know, the history of the people writing the, the monster, everything, you know. Well, it sounds like the ending, uh, and you kind of mentioned this, you wanted to leave open the possibility of sequels, but are there any plans or uh, the potential for sequels to happen currently? Yeah, let's see how uh, the uh, financially we do in China. I mean, we haven't released a movie in China yet. So. Oh, really? When is, so when is the Chinese release? Yeah, the Chinese version, hopefully this year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think they're planning that. And then uh, it was big, and then, yeah. Okay, how how um I mean uh how did do um how did do in Thailand? Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Got a lot of buzz. People okay. love it. People hate fifty. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like that. That's all right. Um. Okay. Well. Um. Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, hopefully, it, it does well enough in in China that uh, you know you can kind of explore this. Uh, this world uh more um but uh until then i mean are are there any um uh upcoming projects that uh that you have going that you're working on that you'd like to mention yeah i'm doing uh this movie like like a time medusa basically okay it's called the snake queen i'm wearing, I'm wearing a t-shirt right now oh there yep there you go okay uh, and is that something that you're filming at the moment or is it in editing or Done. Everything's done. CG's finished. So we're just waiting for the release. See, hopefully. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. No. Uh, yeah. G- I. Good luck with that. I mean, um, you know, it, it'd be uh, great to uh, see that get a release here in the U.S. Also. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be um. Uh, so as we kind of wrap up, are there places uh, people can follow you on social media, Twitter? Facebook. How my, my name? You can Google my name, Lee Tonkum, and I'm everywhere basically. Instagram and stuff. Okay. All right. Well, uh, great. Well, well, you know, uh, Lee, thank you for um, for joining us. Uh, I know we had to reschedule uh, a little bit, but uh, yeah, thank you so much for uh, you know joining us from from all the way on uh, the other side of the the world to uh, talk about your film and. Um, like I said, uh, there is a Blu-ray release uh, coming out here, um, I believe, uh, I think second or third week of May. And uh, people that want to watch it on VOD, uh, The Lake is out now. Uh, you can uh, uh, check it out on Amazon, uh, Vudu, a lot of the, the big streamers. And um, Lee, thank you so much for, for joining us. That's all we got for you. But uh, thanks, bud. We, uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Bye, Lee. Thank you for listening to the Kaiju Transmissions podcast. Please take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Make sure to subscribe for all the latest episodes. You can also check us out on Twitter at KT underscore podcast. You can check us out on Instagram and Facebook at Kaiju Transmissions. And you can email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. And we will see you next time. 